Hey, good news. We're doing round two of Comedy Fantasy Camp. I'll be there. Jay Leno's coming back. John Lovitz, Caroline Ray, Trevor Wallace, and many, many more. February 29 through March the 3rd. And this time, we're all getting down at the world-famous Comedy Store. This will sell out as the last one did. Get your tickets now. Go to ComedyFantasyCamp.com for more information or give them a call. 888-762-2263. Join Adam Carolla and Jay Leno for Comedy Fantasy Camp Part 2. Call 888-762-2263. 888-762-2263 or visit ComedyFantasyCamp.com. Globally, humans are facing massive problems that are widely ignored by governments and the media. Like personal space invaders. I had it with these couples that sit on the same side of the booth. Yak mouths. Stupid stick figure bumper stickers. Almond milk. You cannot milk an almond. Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Angie. We call her Pumps, and we're the hosts of I've Had It. Pumps, tell the listener where they can find us. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nailed it. See you next Tuesday. Recorded live at Corolla One Studios with Adam Corolla and board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You're listening to The Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on. Get it on. Dr. Drew's board-certified physician. Oh, where should on? we go? Hey, I don't know if I... Um... Did I review the Matthew Perry autopsy for our audience? No, I don't think so. All right, let me just quickly do that since it was something on everyone's mind. Um, So a lot was made of the fact that he had ketamine in his system and he had large amounts of ketamine in his system. That in itself is the headline, that he got his hands on enough ketamine to produce that kind of blood serum level. Mm -hmm. It did not kill him. Mm. This is the fucked up part people are getting into. Oh, my God, he took ketamine, killed him. Ah, ketamine, ketamine. Like, do you know why we use shit tons of ketamine in the emergency room when people come in with a very need for surgical procedures and whatnot, particularly adolescents? Because it doesn't harm them. It mm-hmm. doesn't prevent them from breathing. They need some monitoring, but they're f- high levels. They're fine. Mm. They are fine. Mm. But... To get that kind of level in your system, you're abusing it. You got your hands on it somehow. That's kind of odd and weird. And mm-hmm. and he was getting uh, ketamine treatments, which means he was getting infusions either for his depression or was doing guided therapy under the influence of ketamine. Both, well, the, the treatment part of it for depression is well established. However, I have seen it trigger drug addicts. The guided therapy under a hallucinogen, a dissociative hallucinogen, is highly skeptical I'm on, on that one. Mm-hmm. So ketamine itself has an established use and a sort of eh, use, uh, but in drug addiction, people need to be aware that it, I've seen it trigger people, and it clearly was a problem for Matthew Perry, who was on a large amount of an opiate. He was on buprenorphine, mm. he was on, which, again, he was going around talking about his sobriety, and that means he was really struggling. He was on medically-assisted therapy. He was on moderate doses of that. And he was on two benzodiazepines, Ativan and Clonopin. That, with buprenorphine, will stop you from breathing, not mm. ketamine, although I'm mm. sure the ketamine did not help. It will at very least suppress your respiratory drive so when you fall asleep from the ketamine and the buprenorphine, the Ativan and the Clonopin, 
you stay asleep underwater and don't breathe because you have no respiratory drive. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened to him, much like it happened to Whitney Houston and Whitney Houston's daughter. And again, Prince died of the same combination and everybody dies of that combination because it is a deadly combo. And the fact that doctors prescribe those things together is astonishing to me. Killed, they've killed tons of my patients that way. And here we are yet again. So, so why they do that? <laughs> good question. Yeah, good question. So it wasn't the ketamine. Well, the ketamine didn't help, but the ketamine is is odd and weird that he got his hands on ketamine. It is not a headline. I had also seen that the large amount of ketamine that he had was is used for anesthesia among doctor, doctors. Like, like I just said, if you at the age of 18 came to, the, came to the ER, we would give you a gigantic dose of that at level because it's safe. And doesn't stop you from breathing. You, you don't think go it on knocked a, him out to the point where he just went into his tub? Would not have happened without the other two. If he, if the ketamine itself had done it, he would go. <laughs> it would have. He would have been had respiratory drive. But the opiate and the benzo suppresses the respiratory drive, so he didn't have the drive to to breathe when he went underwater. So that was that. So. All right, now let's talk about something you and I talked about over the break mm. uh which is uh traveling with uh my son mm. and uh how prompt that kid <clears throat> is mm. but and i think this would be helpful for people to understand what is prompt i mean if you really think about it what is prompt you know, what is on time? I mean, what motivates that? No, or? I just mean, what is it? Okay. Uh, it's not like yeah. my son has a different relationship with a clock yeah. than others. Well, it's weirdly kind of a contract, isn't it? I agree to be somewhere sometime. Yes. Yeah. It's it's that it's he's... A, it's a social contract of sorts. R- right. But it, it's, so, it's so funny because uh, there was somebody who was working here, a female over the break when we we're trying to clean the place up and organize and do all that. So spent a fair bit of time here over the break, just organizing. And there's a, a woman who came to help and she's a loud person, <laughs> but I could always hear her coming down the hall. Cause like, punk, punk, punk. She walked like she was trying to wake you up. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I noticed that um, what was walking, you know, your gait, what is promptness? So here's what I'm saying. My son is a quiet walker and I'm a quiet walker, but I'm not a quiet walker because of the shape of my foot. Mm. I, I, I weigh 200 pounds. I should make more noise than my daughter when I walk, mm-hmm. but I don't. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like the concept of making noise coming down the hallway. Right. And now people think, well, maybe that's a little abstract. Like, oh, come on, this is the way she walks. But then I started sort of keeping a dossier. And uh, I realized that the loud people are also the loud walkers. They're also the loud dressers. How does she dress? Well, that's an interesting thing because my grandmother... Mm-hmm. was a loud dresser, a loud talker, and a loud walker. Mm-hmm. Although we always, 
their house was on a slab, so it didn't quite resonate like it does. You know, we weren't a two-star. We couldn't really put it. No one, there's no Corolla house that ever had a second story. So we could never, I mean, think about that. All these houses from the San Fernando Valley that my family's living in the home, there was never a garage and there was never a second story. (laughs) There's a carport. And then a slab. <laughs> and no and by the way, were they earthquake attached? Were they the slab was just the house sort of set on the slab? Uh well the house uh, the house I grew up in did not was not on a slab. The house wow. I grew up in was pre slab. Wow. Slab is slab is circa nineteen fifties, forties or fifties. They they didn't build houses on slabs. They didn't have enough concrete to Oh wow. You know, they put blocks, you know, make a make a footing or, you know, uh, they set the house. On, on, yeah. yeah, concrete was, I, I don't know, a little bit new, a little bit of a luxury item, a little whatever. Uh-huh. Pouring a big slab was not really in in residential applications, not a not a common thing, yeah, yeah. you know, until the yeah. 50s probably. And then we went slab crazy. With, anyway, um, but I started thinking as I was traveling with my son and, you know, the girls would be like, we're going to meet in the lobby at noon. And of course, he'd be sitting there at noon and they'd be down a half hour later, wherever we went. And and I, I started realizing he's a conscientious person. And he's, so he has all these uh, qualities, little things like wake somebody up and like see how they react. Mm. You you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So most women, if you were like, and, and also we always talk about this too. Women especially do not like factor in circumstances, meaning context. like context. Yeah. Like, like, like I, I've always had, I've had girlfriends where it's like I had to get up at six in the morning and go to my construction job and they had nowhere to be that entire day. Right. And then at some point at, at six 15, I'd be in the bathroom brushing my teeth and I could hear them yell from the bed, shut the door, you know? And it's like, baby, I'm going to Pacoima. I'm fucking swinging a hammer at the illegals for nine hours. And you're just going to hang out in your Beverly Hills adjacent apartment that your dad pays for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can we give a little con just a little context? Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or later on in life, I'm getting up because I have to pay for everything and you're sleeping and choosing not to work, but I know you're agitated. You know, stuff like you know a thing where like you'd leave and then you'd get down to the car and you'd go, Oh shit, I don't have my keys or something. You'd come back into the you have to go back into the bedroom and get the keys out of the bowl or something, and they go, What are you doing? Yeah. It's like, okay, babe, I'm catching a fucking flight. I, I'm here to wake bur- you up. Bur- I didn't bur- wake you yeah, up the first I, time, so I had to make sure I woke you up this time. Right, right. Yeah. Like zero kind of, but also the uh, how you set things down. Mm. Like, f- for instance, if I go to bed and I have my glass of water or whatever, and I'm putting it on the nightstand, mm. and someone's in bed sleeping, I take my pinky. And I slide it under the bottom of the cup just a little bit so it hits first and I can kind of nurse it down. And you know, people will be like, you know, just punk, you know, plunk, you know, shutting the door. Sometimes I'll lock the bedroom door, but if you unlock it from the inside, the little push button will pop out. It'll go like pop, you know, I'll put my thumb on it. Yeah. 
Just to, so that's how Sonny is. Sonny will Sonny be asleep. And Actually, you, I pull doors forward before I unlatch them. Right, so it right, the, right. Doesn't the, right, the, right. Yeah. When I stay at a hotel and I swing my room door open, mm-hmm. I catch it with my foot so oh, it doesn't yeah. do the ka-chunk oh, yeah. and wake up the whole fucking hallway at 5 a.m. when yeah. I'm meeting Mike August down in the lobby or whatever. Sonny, if you go into his bedroom you know, in the morning and, and just go like, hey, you got to get up. You know, and he'll, he'll, he'll wake up and he'll go, sorry. And the first thing out of his mouth is just be sorry. Yeah. Now, you, know, you can call it low self-esteem. You can call it a lot of different things. But he has a wiring. Mm-hmm. And the wiring is, it feels like my wiring. But I don't think other people feel that way about me. <laughs> so maybe I'm concocting my own Wiring now, people that are late don't feel that either. They don't. They don't have it. Sonny is is not late, not because he's prompt, and not because he has a relationship with the clock. Yeah, it's because he's self conscious and he does not want to put you out. Yes, and make you wait. It's yes. not. And, and there's there's a that's the negative reinforcement part. And there's a positive reinforcement part too, which is I want to be seen as somebody who keeps my contract, keeps my word. I said I'll be here then. I'll be there then. Right. That's you just don't. I, do you want people to think otherwise of you? Uh, late people that, don't care. They don't care, which is weird. Right. So then, is the late also attached globally? Mm. Now, it's not attached to you being thoughtful in a global way. I'm not thoughtful mm. in a global way. That's interesting. I don't call people on their birthdays. Yes, yes, yes. I don't. I don't tell them how much I appreciate them in my life right, and stuff. I don't buy them fruit baskets. Mm. I'm not that way. Is it a reverse narcissism where you just don't want to be seen? But it's sort of a kind of a mine self- is. I'd I'd like to not be seen. Yeah. I'd not. You know. But to, is that a self preoccupation that has a narcissistic bent to it? I, yeah, like reverse, it could. Like a it could. I, it's the, the my. My greatest fear is having someone go, oh, what are you doing? I'm trying to sleep or, you know, whatever. That's yeah. why I never want to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. actually being told things twice and then like waking people up and having them be agitated. Those those are my two greatest fears. Yeah. Now, as far as telling people stuff twice, I have no idea why people have just grown immune to that. But I've had the same conversation with the same people thousands of times. They don't. They're not interested in whether you're told. Now, to me, making somebody wait is is embarrassing to me, and also being told something twice is is embarrassing. I remember the first time I became aware of this with you. It was 1996, and we were sitting in a tent selling Loveline, the Fox late-night show at the time, Mm. to the country. Uh, Remember in Las Vegas? Yeah, Las Vegas. Natpee, whatever the hell that was. Yeah. And we're sitting at ten. Some guy mentions Steve Kahila, and you go, "Steve Kahila," and the whole room turned to you, and you were like, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> you're like, "I was like," and you. I don't remember exactly what I remember. The guy's name jumping out, you reacting to it, and you being very uncomfortable that suddenly you were the center of attention in that room, which only about five people, I think. But you didn't like it. You told me that was bad. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't. It's not a normal example of me being. It was the first time that I was way. aware of it. First time, yeah. Because I, I was like, what, "Why was that uncomfortable for you?" Just like some guy, some guy's name, his odd name, he stayed with me twenty five years, 30, 30 years. Oh, he's guy. Yeah, he's a guy from the Groundlings. Ah. Um, that we used to. 
do bits together and be friends back in the day. And then his sister went on to run like DreamWorks or something. But um, be all that as it may, I'm a quiet walker and it's not because of my anatomy. Right. It's I, I don't want to wake people up. Right. And, you know, I weigh, you know, 75 pounds more than Natalia and Sonny weighs 40 pounds more than Natalia. And we both walk a lot quieter than Natalia. And, and that's how <laughs> Sonny always was. And that's how Natalia always was. Yeah. And, but I would like people in the new year to not think of, they think of late, like they think of spina bifida or something, you know, it's like, it's a disease and this person suffers from it. Right. You really can't, yeah. you, you have to kind of work around it. And what it. you can, what you can do is you can tell them different times. Yeah. You know, if the movie starts at eight, tell them, tell them it starts at seven 30. So yep. we can trick them into yeah. leaving earlier and stuff like that. And it's not, it's, it's not about any of that. It's, yeah. It has nothing to do with time. It has everything to do with being thoughtful, but, but not thoughtful in the fruit basket way. Yeah. Which is interesting. Hmm. Just awareness. Yeah. It's your a, effect it, on other people. Yes. It's yeah. your, it's your effect on other people, but not for birthday cards. Right. Or at least not for me. Right. I, I don't know. Cause, cause Natalia would be more thoughtful than Sonny. Interesting. In birthday cards. Huh. And baskets and hugs and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? What well, a weird and, way. And most of the people I'm talking about who are tardy yeah. are much more thoughtful in the gift giving yeah. department than Sonny. Sonny wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, and Sonny wouldn't be thoughtful about that at all. But they'd be very thoughtful about making you wait or yeah. waking you up well, or putting way, you out in any, any way, shape, or form. But in a weird way, being thoughtful about birthdays and whatnot is calling attention to yourself a bit. Mm. So it kind of goes against our instincts a little bit. Like I don't want to bother anybody. Yeah, I mean, I do. I, I guess, I guess it falls under the heading of something mm, mm. for me, which is I'm always like, oh, leave them alone. They don't need that. Or they're not going to. They're going to use it. You know, what are they going to do with that candle? Yeah, <laughs> they're going to put it somewhere. They don't want right. to deal with that. Yeah. It's more, more boxes and packing paper. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> like I, yeah. yeah. So. It's not all that consistent, but I, I did I did notice traveling with Sonny that he's insanely prompt, and it has nothing to do with me telling him to be prompt. It has it's an overall global position that he has about not inconveni inconveniencing others. Yeah, but does not translate into gifts. Interesting. And you're right, as long as. Um, you know, as long as this is becoming self-serving, maybe the gifts are as much for the people giving the gifts as they are for the, because it does seem to be a, like a, an obsession with with a lot of people, and it yeah. sometimes feels. But but women like it. We don't like receiving gifts either. You and I. We also also don't like being the the recipient of it, really. And but women love that. Well, they love it for the symbolism of it. Yeah, 
for the the gesture, the the thinking. Yes. You're thinking of me. It's like no, no, I don't want you thinking of me. <laughs> I I would be uncomfortable if you're thinking of, of, of me. <laughs> but then you go well. Then you go up on a stage with a microphone and talk for an hour. I, I know it's and then odd. you go. Everything it, yeah. is just odd. Then it, it's in that yeah. that particular case. Yeah. But I would never. I would. I would go. You know, from every show I do the following morning, we're traveling through an airport and my worst fear would be to in any way, shape or form be singled out in any way at an airport Mm -hmm. for doing something or saying Mm -hmm. something or any, you know, I just want to slide, you know, as quietly under the radars as humanly possible. Hey, uh, switching topics. Uh, oh, Emmy just walked out. God damn it! Just he, mm-hmm. he, he, um, he pulled something from one of my uh, streaming shows that he liked a lot, or thought was very interesting, mm-hmm. which is this uh, Chinese virologist physician who uh, ran away from China because she was threatened with being quote disappeared. She was actually working on the coronavirus backbone for the Chinese Liberation Army, the People's Liberation Army. And uh, and really started asking questions about what are we, what are we doing here and uh, and she was threatened and came here. Point is, she has now been the object of this um, in this um, cognitive campaign. I think we were talking about it on the phone the other day. They, the it turns out the Chinese government has a cognitive de- a department of defense called cognitive defense or mm-hmm. cognitive operations, where they go in and do brainwashing. Mm-hmm. That's their deal is to go do brainwashing. And she's been being attacked for quite some time. And I, I I could see that I could see these were bots attacking her and I just called one out and I immediately got attacked. I'm so, and for interviewing her, I'm still getting attacked two weeks later, which is fascinating. You, you find these odd accusations and you go on the web, you, know, you go downstream to who the profile is. It's got zero followers. It's nobody that has any identity. Uh, they're often... Their thread is often just retweets of things or these weird cartoons with people waving American flags mm-hmm. you know, to get out of our country for her. Mm-hmm. Very odd stuff. But the the point being is we were talking, I think, yesterday about some of the brainwashing that's going on and how people can't get out of their own way and can't think, sort of can't step outside and look rationally at things. It's, it's going on on a major, major level from the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than people realize, and it's hard. and then the fact that Americans jump onto these things, which the news media will do, is disgusting. And people need to really look at themselves for jumping onto these campaigns that are coming from Russia and China. And by the way, oftentimes it's things like uh, you know the Russia, uh, you know, Trump, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop is not a significant asset. Is not something important that that came from somewhere. Right, you know what I mean, and and they jumped all over it as though it was their own thoughts. All right, well, we'll get more into this in one second. First, a word from our friend Jordan Harbinger. On the Jordan Harbinger show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years was solely dedicated working undercover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her a hundred dollars. 
If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Yeah, well, as I told Dr. Drew, I, the the more interesting part about this whole thing is that nobody really seems to care in the sense that we had a virus that devastated the world that may have come from a lab in China um, and may have been created for this purpose and may have been released uh, intentionally and may have, may have, may have that cost millions of lives and billions and, and damage damages. And most Americans don't care whether it emanated from a wet market or was part of an, an, an evil regime's militarization of 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 COVID. And, 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 and well, first off, hold on. Initially, would scream at you if you said it came from a lab in China. By the way, is that what what sounds more nefarious than Chinese lab? Do you know what I mean? Is it, first off, as if as if these people could be trusted in any way, shape, or form. Right. This isn't a lab in Denmark. Right. This is a lab in China. So. Right. Just the fact that you would be shouted down and called a racist if you even floated the notion that it came from a lab in China. The fact that many people, Fauci and others, were part of a conspiracy to squash any of the information that said it came from the lab in China. That's our government. That's our officials right. trying to destroy anybody who floated the notion that it came from a lab in China and, you know, get them fired from their jobs at Stanford or whatever it is. And now that, A, it probably did come from the lab, and B, we found out that many of our own forces were nefariously trying to silence anybody and get rid of paperwork or any findings that, that, that said it came from anything other than a wet lab. And now we know... And no American gives a shit. We're all just moving on. There's no apologies. Nobody's getting fired. Fauci's fine. We still got the candles. And you should just sort of move on with your life. Those of us who thought it came from a lab. And simultaneously talking about how COVID devastated this country. Right. So you say COVID devastated this country. And then I go, where did COVID come from? And they go, shut up, racist. Yeah. And by the way, well, that, that's your that's your thoughts. Those are way, your thoughts. The really, the really ironic. And by thing. the way, our president, Joe Biden, and whoever nobody wants to know. Nobody's going. Hey, man, I want some answers here. Yeah. Did this thing get? This isn't born in a lab. Did it get released intentionally? I want to know. I want information. But I feel like there's a little bit of a class action lawsuit here. Lots of dead people and billions. Economy decimated. No, China, you want to cut a check? And or are we way, interested? The racist notion that, oh, they eat animals in the wet market, that's the one you go with. The actual yeah, racist story. Yeah, they eat pangolins. And, and by the way, I, I got an, I, part of the campaign against me, I got an, a DM from a guy who claimed to be a physician who claimed to be that woman's husband. Wow. And it says, American people have told lies about me and managed to convince those false ideas to her. They have convinced her that I'm working with the CCP and trying to harm her. 
uh, blatant lies. God knows I love my wife. No lie can ever change that fact. Blah, 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 blow. blah. And I'm like, do I believe this guy? Is she wow. deluded? Is this uh, the Well, as I pod? told you on the phone, mm. we talked about Russia and Russia's, you know, cyber war and... You know, Hillary Clinton didn't get elected because of Russia, and it was not nonstop. I'm first, <laughs> can I say this, Drew? Yeah. How is it that they say with a straight face that uh, Trump shouldn't be eligible to run for president because he lied about the outcome of the last election? Don't we have 200,000 hours of Hillary Clinton going, that was a, he's not a legitimate I, I know. president? I know. We have, Every Democrat on the planet saying he's not the president, he's not Trump, not a legitimate president because that wasn't a legitimate election. I mean, that's that's the yardstick to measure whether someone is capable of running. I, I, that's all we have is you guys talking about this endlessly. Yeah. Um, I mean, Stacey Abrams of of Georgia. <laughs> she lost the election and it's never, never stopped, never conceded. It's like, I won. I may not have got enough votes, but I won. You know, it's like, I don't know what the fuck Stacey Abrams is talking about. But the point is, is there's endless footage of, of every Democrat explaining that Trump is not the actual president. So, so, so why, think about that in terms of the kind of weird brainwashing campaigns that go on, right? Right. So somebody's doing that. Well, so. Uh, and I, that's not my paranoid it, self saying that. I just now based on it everything was all, I've been exposed to, it was it, all, there must come from somewhere. It was all Russia, 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 uh. right? And then somebody found out that most of the Russian disinformation and most of their attempts didn't have to do with Bill, uh, sorry, with Hillary Clinton and didn't have to do with uh, Donald Trump. It was basically race agitating. Well, and so I, I was would trying say to, they're trying to start a race war here, I, I, essentially, which, by the way, you idiots are all buying into well, constantly. And so what we did is we thought the Russians took over the election and then it found out when we got the analytics that it was really mostly race based stuff. And then we paused and then we went right back to arguing about race. That's insane. Well, here, but Russia would be smart to agitate cor about race. Correct. That's the one other thing I've learned about these things. They they have studied the shit out of us for thirty or forty years. The moment has come when they can really deploy some stuff that that screws with us, and right. we are responding. Right. And we need to be aware of that, not, and not jump on it. That's my point. It is disgusting when when citizens jump on these. Brainwashing campaigns. Well, you just saw it. You just saw it with COVID. That's what they did. They yeah. jumped on it. All right. Phoenix coming up. Copper Blues. That'll be uh, Phoenix, Arizona. That'll be uh, this Friday and this Saturday. Two shows Friday. Two shows Saturday. Then it's off to Solana Beach at the Belly Up. Doing a couple of shows there, too, with Fitz Dog and Skinny Jody Miller. Always a fun venue. Always a good night. Cisco to for all the live shows. Grand Junction, Colorado. Mesa Theater coming up January. Does that say 26 over there? Two shows. Cisco to for all the live shows. What do you got, Drew? Go to drewactor.com for everything. It is all there. But drew.tv if you want to blast. And uh, today, uh, if you want to hear more uh, like that interview with the Chinese uh, scientist, uh, Jim Brewer today. I uh, asked Dr. Drew. That's uh, drew.tv, drew.com. So, 
Until next time, Adam Carolla for Dr. Drew saying mahalo. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy Christmas classics like Scrooge with Bill Murray or Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Plus, dive into festive channels like holiday movie favorites by Lifetime or Hallmark movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never. Hold on to your jingle bells. Pluto TV has all your holiday favorites for free. Enjoy our season's greetings category with nine holiday channels, including holiday movie favorites by Lifetime, Festive Fireplace, Holiday Lights, and Hallmark Movies and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming holiday favorites on live channels and on demand. With thousands of free movies and TV shows, Pluto TV is your home for the holidays. Pluto TV. Stream now. Pay never.